You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to Take It or Leave It. I am your host, Jeremy Nichols, back with another episode, another week, brand new opportunity to win some money. And it just so happens to be May 1st. So, you know, new month, new week, everything. Um, so it should be a lot of fun. Um, I'm, I'm going to be real with y'all. I am absolutely not feeling my best at all today. Um, definitely one of those weird kind of days. Um, but, you know, the show goes on, right? And um, I want to make sure that I still bring just my perspective and just some things um, to you guys today. And as soon as I get done with this, I'm going right back to sleep. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to, um, you know, just kind of set the table um, with that. But um, anyways, just kind of going back to last week, we had a really, really good week last week just overall like if you had played most of those plays as singles um, we had a number of really really good days I think um, on like a four-day stretch last week I think we went four and two four and two five and one and then we went four and two again so speaking of which um, yeah so on Friday um, I know a lot of things have changed obviously in the NBA playoffs um, ever since Friday has happened. But just a quick recap on Friday. I know we had um, those six plays and um, we had Kevon Looney over 12 and a half rebounds, Darion Fox over six and a half assists, Draymond over six and a half assists. All three of those hit in that game. So that was beautiful. Um, in the Grizzlies and Lakers game, on the other hand, uh, we had LeBron over nine and a half rebounds. We had John Morant over 27 and a half points and Austin Reeves over four rebounds. So over three and a half rebounds, I should say. And um, yeah, man, Ja had a terrible game, you know, especially in a in a closeout situation. Um, he just did not he did not come to play. The Lakers just dominated. They absolutely dominated that game. Um, you know, LeBron did not get all of his rebounds. I believe he ended with eight, if I remember correctly. Um, but Austin Reeves did get his um, over three and a half rebounds for us. Um, so which ended us at four and two on the day. Um, and I think that parlay just overall, if you had played it as a parlay, um, that was a little bit over thirty four hundred. Um, but, yeah, it wasn't a bad week. Honestly, it was not a bad week last week um, overall. So, you know what? We're going to get right back into it this week with two games on the slate tonight um 
with the Philadelphia 76ers versus the Boston Celtics in their game one in the second round and the Nuggets and Suns uh, game two um, in the second round with the Nuggets being up 1-0 in that series, right? So that that should be a good game. I mean, I, I have to expect um, that Phoenix is going to definitely bounce back or at least play a lot better. I'm not saying that they're going to win because obviously, I mean, I don't want that, you know, but um, I can't imagine that the Nuggets are going to dominate the Suns as, you know, at, at least to the level of what they did in that first game. Um, this is this. Listen, it is the NBA playoffs, right? Every game is a little bit different um, and there are adjustments that are made. And I can't imagine that it will be the exact same way. So the way that I'm going to do this today, I'm just going to kind of, you know, give you guys just an idea as to how I'm going about my picks today. A lot of these picks are bounce back plays, right? Um, so just different spots. I know, understandably, the Sixers in Boston have not played yet. So it's not necessarily a like a game two where I can say, all right, well, this player said he's going to do this. So let's bank on this. Or this player noticed that they didn't do this well in game one. That's how I'm attacking the Suns and the Nuggets game, right? Um, the Boston game, on the other hand, is just uh, it's just a hunch, right? It's just a hunch. But I'll give you guys, you know, just an idea as to what I'm doing with that game. But without further ado, let's get right on into these plays. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly. So there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. All right. First play of the day in that Celtics and Sixers game, because, of course, we don't know uh, Joel Embiid's status for tonight. I happen to believe that he will still play. I know a lot of reports are out there saying he's doubtful and all that, but I just happen to believe he's going to play Um I, I mean, obviously, I could be wrong, but it just kind of feels that way, right? Like, it just feels like, yeah, the whole doubtful tag is is there, and that's cool. But I just have a feeling he's still going to play tonight. So that's just me. Um, but I guess we'll see. Um, but the first play of the day, I like Jason Tatum, over four and a half assists. Now, he's done. He's surpassed his six out of the last seven games against the Sixers. I'm not sure um, as to why in terms of maybe the way they play defense or what, or is it, you know, with Joel Embiid being in the paint, you know, when he is healthy, um, does he just decide to, to pass out more or what? But six out of the last seven games overall, I mean, he averages a decent amount of assists versus this Sixers team, right? Um, with And with like P.J. Tucker and, and just some guys on the perimeter now, 
Um, maybe it's just the way he plays against that team, but Boston has had a lot of really good success against the Sixers. So I can't imagine that Jason Tatum is going to try to do anything different, right? Like if it ain't broke, you know, you know what they say, right? So, um, yeah, I think he's just going to continue playing the way that he's been playing against the Sixers, which has been proven to, um, you know, to bring them wins. And this is actually sitting at plus money, y'all. So this is at plus 100 right now, um, over four and a half assists. We all know Jason Tatum has the ball in his hand very often for the Celtics team. So it's a very high usage spot. And um, I can't imagine that he won't have the opportunities to get these assists. He's definitely going to have those opportunities. Now, if teammates hit the shots, that's that's yet to be seen. But he'll definitely have the opportunities. We just need to make sure he is at least trying to play make for his team um tonight but other than that i think it's a very very good spot for jason tatum all right next play here i like malcolm brogdon tonight y'all um over 13 and a half points this is also sitting at plus money at plus 105 he's done his four straight games so far in the playoffs and um i believe he had 18 points the last time that he did play the sixers but the the reason i i really like this is if for some reason Joel Embiid does not play, right? I just think Malcolm Brogdon is going to have a lot more minutes. And truth be told, I mean, he is kind of like a script-proof type player because even if they're winning, he's going to be playing. If they're, you know, if they're losing, he's going to be playing because he comes off the bench, right? He was a sixth man of the year for a reason. So this just feels like a good spot for Malcolm Brogdon to have a lot more opportunity just get some shots up. And he can score 14 points with no problem. I mean, the Sixers, I mean, they don't necessarily have anybody that can stop him when he really gets into his game. So for a spot for a player that's done it four straight games in a situation where this could end up becoming a blowout, um, it just feels like he's going to have the opportunity to score a lot more tonight and being on the floor. So I like it. Like I said, plus 105 makes sense to me. And next play here for that game and last play, I actually have Tyrese Maxey. Now, this is going to be this is not this won't be a popular pick. I understand, um, especially if Joel Embiid does not play. This definitely won't be popular if Joel Embiid doesn't play. Um, but you know me, I like to fade the public sometimes and just go against the grain. So I like Tyrese Maxey under 23 and a half points tonight. He's been under 23 and a half points in 10 straight games versus the Celtics. And that's why I'm playing this. I don't know if it's I don't know just the way the Celtics play defense on the perimeter or what, but he's never surpassed 23 and a half points in his, just in his career playing against the Celtics, right? The highest he's ever scored was 23. So I'm just going to go with under 23 and a half points tonight and just continue that trend. Maybe he changes that tonight, but I'm just going to go with what he's shown in the past against this uh, Celtics perimeter defense. I'm going to say he won't do it. So I like Tyrese Maxey under 23 and a half points tonight, 10 straight games versus the Celtics and sitting at minus 104. So very, very good value for a player that's not done this against this team. So I guess we shall see. All right. Next play of the next game. I like Michael Porter Jr. tonight over two and a half three pointers. He's done his five out of the last nine games overall. This is currently sitting at minus 104 playing against obviously the Phoenix Suns in game two of the second round. Um, what I like about this play is MPJ has not been shooting his best as of late. Um, obviously in game one, you had a lot a lot of Jamal Murray, a lot of Nikola Jokic. Um, but I just feel like this is a good spot for MPJ to bounce back. And um, 
I mean, he's a shooter, right? You got to think about this. Michael Porter Jr., he stays behind that three-point line, and, of course, he can get to the basket, uh, but he's a shooter. So we have to assume that he's going to be putting up some shots tonight, especially with most of the defensive um, game plan and schemes surrounding Jamal Murray now and, of course, Nikola Jokic. So I think MPJ will find himself open a decent amount of times tonight. Um, and all I need to see is just him knock down a couple of them things, right? So MPJ over two and a half threes, it just makes sense because of the volume that he will be shooting it. Um, and I just think Phoenix is going to hone in a lot more on Jamal Murray and Nikola Jokic tonight. So MPJ would not have a lot of that defensive attention, which would allow him to be a lot more open, in my opinion. All right. So I like this spot over two and a half threes for MPJ. Five out of the last nine, sitting at minus 104, so pretty decent value. All right, next play here. This is a player that I don't like to bet on. I don't like to, and, and I totally understand if you guys leave this one alone because I was personally believing in leaving this one alone, and I'm probably going to regret this one. Um, but I have DeAndre Ayton tonight, over nine and a half rebounds, and here's why. Only because he vowed that this is going to be more physical, right? In game one, he had seven rebounds, um, and he was not playing with any effort at all. So the way I see it, seven rebounds with no effort. And if you just look at just his playoff performance, I mean, well, one, he averages over 11.2 or 11.3 rebounds against the Nuggets in his career, right? So that's just in general. And he's had over nine and a half rebounds four out of the last five games overall in the playoffs the only one he didn't have it in was that first game against the nuggets where there were actual clips of him showing no effort now i'm sure he got a lot of criticism from the, not only the fans but of course his teammates coaches and i'm sure everybody's like yo you gotta try harder so i can't imagine that he won't at least get 10 because game one no effort whatsoever from him and he still ended with seven it just makes sense to me. Now, like I said, I'm probably going to regret this, but it just feels like a good spot for Aiton tonight um, to get 10 rebounds, um, especially if teams are not shooting as well as they did in game one. All right, and last play of the day. I like Kevin Durant tonight, y'all. Over four and a half assists. He's done this four out of the last six games overall, and this is currently sitting at minus 104. The reason that I like this spot is because KD has actually been passing the ball a whole lot recently. But in game one, he only had one assist, right? And he made mention of that in his post-game press conference. So he said, all I had was one assist tonight. So I'm going with players who have actually mentioned certain things. And I'm assuming they're going to be better at that in game two. So KD brought up his assist. So I'm assuming he's going to make uh, an actual effort to get at least a couple more assists tonight and i can definitely see him getting at least five um with the type of defensive attention that's paid to him especially by aaron gordon and just certain players tonight and going back to obviously deandre ayton seven rebounds in game one with no effort he said he promises to be more physical the game will be different blah 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 you know these nba players just be talking but i'm gonna at least believe them tonight and we gonna rock with what they saying and let's see um but i promise you this if DeAndre Ayton does not get at least 10 rebounds tonight, you will not hear his name again from me for a couple years or at least until next season. Like I'm not he's not going to be on no parlays for me um, for the rest of this uh, playoff run right now. All right. So quick recap. 
Jason Tatum over four and a half assists, Malcolm Brogdon over 13 and a half points, Tyrese Maxey under 23 and a half points, MPJ over two and a half threes, DeAndre Ayton over nine and a half rebounds, and Kevin Durant over nine and a half, over four and a half assists. I apologize. Over four and a half assists. I already told y'all I'm not feeling my best, and I'm about to go lay down right now because your boy is not feeling good. But I had to bring you guys my plays today regardless because the show must go on. Like I tell you guys all the time, you got two options. You take it or leave it. I'll catch y'all tomorrow. Peace.